The machine is ever turning, ever hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more are the mention of machine. Welcome back to the Mention the Machine. It is episode 28. It's uh, February, Joe. We're, we, we passed January. Yep. We're one month in. We completed our goals for January. Yes, we did. The squat challenge has ended. And how did it go, Joe? I finished my goal on the 25th before I went on my little trip to Chicago. Thank you for Evil Spreadsheet for letting me front load. <laughs> yeah, we both completed our goal. I completed mine on the 30th because I came down with a head cold and had to take a couple of days off there. But I added uh, 45 pounds to my squat this month, which is ungodly. <laughs> Either I was really leaving a lot in the tank or I really pushed myself, which might be why I came down with the head cold. <laughs> my nervous system was like, something's got to go. <laughs> I know how to make you relax. <laughs> you can't work out if you ain't got white blood cells. <laughs> yeah, January was good. Uh, squat challenge went well. Did uh, two audio books and a physical book. I did Ooh. three audio books. Ooh. Yeah, but you took a uh, you did like sixteen hours of driving. Well, I got I well I only did two hours of of audio books on that trip. The rest of podcast. Mm, nice, nice. Yeah, I prefer the podcast. It's more feels like you're involved in a conversation. It keeps me awake a little bit more on drives. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I can't listen to music because I start dozing off. Yeah, I listen to the right music. Yeah, I do, but it's the same thing. It's like it just gets repetitive and goes into background noise. And then I start having one of the you use some sirens near me. What's that? There's a French term for it. It's the call of the void. When like you start being like, I should just turn right into traffic right now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have voices in your head, please seek medical attention. <laughs> I saw a clip. It was from a Family Guy episode, apparently, where he was on a plane, and he said, "I'm sorry, I've got to put on my noise canceling headphones so I can be alone with my thoughts." And he puts it on, and he's like, "But I don't want to kill everybody on the plane. I don't care about the alignment of the dark forces." <laughs> I saw a tick at Instagram the other day. This girl's bitching about intrusive thoughts. Oh, I got bangs and a haircut and truth of thought. You know how it is. She's like, no. Mm-hmm. When we talk in truth of thought, it's like, I got to burn the whole place down and pick my boss. If yeah. I don't do it, it's not going to stop. Yeah. That's an intrusive thought. <laughs> yeah. You getting bangs is not. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like a... Uh... Uh, uh, active shooter situation is a bad plan. It's like <laughs> all you really need is a couple of bike locks and some gasoline. <laughs> like, <sighs> I saw a clip for Premium Rush because I was, you know, the meme where it's a record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for the for the actual like source of that. Yeah, yeah. There is no source. It's just a conglomeration of tropes. Hmm. Because there's no record scratch. I wonder, you probably wonder how I got There's actually, like, someone made that to make fun of it. But there's no actual trooper to do the whole thing. Really? That seems it's like either, I've it's seen either, that before. It's either you wonder how I got here, or there's a record scratch. But there's, not, it, there's no actual movie where they do both. It was, huh. in, it was in like in a, in some, it was like a robot chicken scratch um, hmm. thing or something. I gotta say, I'm really sick of movies that start, movies and things that start off showing a piece of the ending, then jumping all the way back to the mm-hmm. beginning, and then, like, can't you just tell the story linearly? Like, I don't need the, no. the rope in in the beginning. No, no, I go all memento. Hmm. 
Or there was the one game for the SNES back in the day where they did that, Lufia. Did you ever play that one? No. <clears throat> it's a JRPG. And they started you out at the end. It was a last it was the last battle. Mm-hmm. Like you were fighting the last battle with fully powered up characters mm-hmm. or whatever. But like they all you you all all die and then you get reincarnated later to mm-hmm. fight, to get back to mm-hmm. that the new version of that same fight. But it was like you got to see like what fully powered your characters mm-hmm. would be like and it was an interesting way to like have a tutorial for the gameplay because you almost couldn't lose. Mm-hmm. That's cool. The one D and D game I played, the guy had a thing like that where like Oh, make a level eight character. I'm like, oh, this will be fun. No, you wake up as a level one character. It was, a, it was like a premonition was was to happen if hmm. things didn't go right. <laughs> so our solution was: if you kill everybody, it can't happen if the people aren't here. Exactly. <laughs> Just wipe out everyone, and there's no, no terminators. Yep. <clears throat> Speaking of terminators. Huh. February. <laughs> yeah. So the February challenges in, in full. Uh, Swing, air quotes, hang. That's, that's illegal. Cause it's, no swinging. Because uh, it's, uh, it's, we're doing the pull-up challenge, so <clears throat> that's, uh, we're doing a thousand pull-ups this month. At the shortest month of the year, he, on, on the shortest month of the year, he decides to do the pull-up challenge. Okay, well, that's okay. It's better <sighs> than doing a squat challenge because it's less time to adapt. Messes up my numbers. <sighs> Trying to do nice calculations and then there's like days off and like three days shorter than the month. Hey, I didn't make the month short. Yeah, but the magic number is 41.7 pull-ups a day <laughs> if you want to just go straight. Nah. Because the thing and the thing, it's like, oh, start at 20 pull-ups. And by like the last week, like, 65 pull-ups a day. I'm like, no, my friend. Yeah, but by then you should be able to do more per set, so it should take less time. That's that's The, the goal still, is to get up to more per set, I think. Yeah, but it's still, it just seems like a lot. It is a lot, but I also know people that would knock it out in like an afternoon. They'd be like, 1,000 pull-ups, well, Nick, you've never had a drill sergeant, sergeant son. Well, Nick uh, is joining us, and he went hog wild. He goes, "Oh wait, you're front loading." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm front loading. I might need to day, take a day off." <laughs> nah, no days off. Get up on that bar. But yeah, I um, I started making some useless data on my spreadsheet. I've listed almost 21 Subarus. And 70% of a, of a full storage container. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the useless data was, we, we should calculate that also for the squats from last month because there's probably a lot more Subarus that have been lifted. Yeah, probably. Because those squats, man, they're, they're, by the time you got done with the warm-ups and through your working sets, you were doing, let's see, uh, 250 pounds for five times five. What's the math on that, Joel? <laughs> well... <laughs> 25 times 5, that gives you, that gives you about 1,050, I think. And then you got five of those. So it's like probably about 6,000. Yeah. <laughs> I believe a server only weighs about 2,790, 2,741, I think, unloaded. The maximum is 30-something. I took the average. I averaged the, the, the weight and averaged, added my body weight to my Subaru, so... That's the number having my spreadsheet. Well, now we just got to go out and we got to lift your Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> Only a matter of time. <laughs> that's how you show. That's how you dominate your neighbors. <laughs> just fucking go out with your buddy and lift a car. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna carry the Subarus? Subarus. But doing breaking this down to the math and trying to break into smaller chunks. 
it actually isn't that bad. No, like I mean, 20, 20 a day was what the week was supposed to start off. I did twenty five each day, mm-hmm. just because again, front load and yeah, add another five is not that difficult. <clears throat> Technically, you have to do twenty three at uh, twenty three at the beginning because of the shorter month. Mm-hmm. But um, I was looking, like I said, forty one point seven is the magic. So I've been trying to hit forty two to forty five. So I've been trying to do three sets of five in the morning, three sets of five in the afternoon, and three sets of five or less in the evening, depending on how my day goes. Yeah. I think what's in 30 next week, so I'm going to probably break that up into two mm-hmm. two different exchanges just to space it out. i got to come all the way out here to the garage to do it, yeah. but that's okay. It's, it's so nice being able to come around the corner and do some. Yeah, yeah. None of them, for whatever reason, none of the doors in my house, because it's an older house, mm-hmm. fit the, that like pull-up bar that you can stick in there. Because I, I have one, I think, in the basement still. Mm-hmm. But I, it just my other friend couldn't either, so he didn't do the challenge this month. Hmm. But otherwise, I'd go make a chin-up bar somewhere. Like I made a chin-up bar in the garage, but I mean, I would go find a tree branch that was like mm-hmm. my my thing. Yeah. We're a little late this episode because we, uh, well, we were going to record, but Joel was in Chicago, and then we were going to record Friday, but it was way too cold. Nine degrees at least before you added the wind, and Mm -hmm. this would have been the shortest episode ever if we had done that, so today it's uh, 50. Yep. I did a lot of thinking driving back and forth from Chicago. (laughs) About what, Joel? (laughs) About life in general. Hmm. Like, I don't know if I told you this, but about three weeks ago, well, you know about my friend, he's in the hospital because of a stab infection. Mm-hmm. Ended up losing his leg, and I got another guy I do work for, and became friends with him. He had colon cancer. So, like three weeks ago, I picked him, hit him, oh, it four weeks now. Monday, I picked him to take him home because no, he had no way to take him home, and my buddy's wife called me and said, yeah, Scott's in the hospital, can you um, take Katie, bring Katie home tonight because we don't want her to take Uber. I'm like, Sure. So I've been taking Katie to, to the hospital every morning pretty much when I'm here or, like, when they needed me to. And I've been going over and, like, I realized, like, we talked about, like, helping people and, like, giving back to the community. And I realized, like, that's one thing that's missing in my life in the past couple months was actually doing something for somebody else. You selfish bastard. Well, you know, I've tried to, it's, self, <laughs> it's called self-development. I know. <laughs> but um, it, just, it made me think about how, like... The old guy, I have lunch with him every week because he's, he's he literally has nobody. Mm-hmm. He's got like two or three friends he doesn't really talk to. He hasn't really he doesn't go out because of COVID. Like mm-hmm. he's not eating in a restaurant since he'll go and pick it up and bring it home. And like we ordered Spice Affair last Thursday, which is amazing, by the way. Yeah, I've been wanting to try them. Yeah, they're really good. But like I've been trying to go and talk to him a lot because he's, it also makes me reflect on a lot of shit because he asks me a lot of questions about work and my friends and family and stuff and whatnot. And it really gets me thinking about, like, my life. Like, I told him about our six-mile bike ride. He's like, well, how did you do that? That seems impossible. <laughs> the first half was easy. <laughs> the second half was all spite. <laughs> spite and caffeinated gummies. <laughs> yep. And, like, talking to him, like, it's, it's kind of unpacking a lot of stuff for me, and I think the same for him because, like, he, he, um, he was talking to one of the doctors, and I guess they had their pronouns in their email, and he didn't understand what that meant, so I explained it to him. He goes, I'm too old for this world. I'm like, if that's the case, Al, so am I. Yeah. But, yeah. like, it just, it, it's kind of nice to have someone to talk to. Like, I mentioned how, like, we do lunch every Friday because of COVID, and you're like, what? Joel's not going to leave his house if we don't give him a reason to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> if I can't be a hermit, no one else can. <laughs> and like I said, it just got me thinking about the whole, like, people need to interact with other people and talk to people and, like, do something. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's not just the, the social benefit of it. There's also just, like, knowledge transfer and mm-hmm. download. And I think there's, humans are social creatures, so it's, it's got to be done. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I, everyone knows I hate people, but, like, I don't, I hate people. I don't hate individual people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always that. It's, I think it's a tribal thing. You hate, you hate uh, people that aren't part of your tribe. But it's like, I hate people, but I'm a, I'm a people. No, you're a person. And, like, individuals are different than people. Because when you get a group mentality, things just go sideways. Yeah. Like, I was just listening to an episode today on another podcast, and they were talking about, um, uh, who's the, who's the conservative radio guy that wanted $50 million from... Ben Shapiro. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember his name, but he's some conservative radio guy. And they're talking about cancel culture and like the whole tribalism shit and how like when you get started in that business, you just find the biggest guy to pick on and then you just basically create animosity and that's how you rise to the top. Yeah. And it's like that's pendulum swings both ways. Like you get if you get the tribe and you piss off the tribe, the tribe will screw you over royally. Mm-hmm. You get pushed out. And it's just like you think about all these sci-fi movies like Equilibrium and stuff where like they fix society in air quotes but like there's people who have like different thoughts but they can't tell anybody because they're going to get outed. And... Yeah, yeah. That's been all the, that's been the whole thing since uh, 1984 and uh, mm-hmm. I even want to say um, what's the other book? Brave New World. Yeah, even Brave New World was that way where you, if you weren't taking your happy pills or whatever you weren't happy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Yeah. Glad we do the podcast. Glad I have people to talk to. Something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I, I feel bad. I'm like, how when you when you're when you have nobody you can you can really call really, like that must be the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, and sometimes I wonder though, how people get themselves into that situation. Is it because they got to the point where they got tired of being the person making the plans, and then this though they stop making plans with people. And it's just like they just drifted off like that because there's you, there's people been, that I'm out of touch with that I should. You've on me. Yeah. <laughs> there's people that I've been out of touch with for a while, and it's just like I just haven't wanted to make the plans because it seems like I'm always making the plans mm-hmm. and I'm always the one trying to bring the group together. And it's like I don't know if that's kind of the default role for if if that's I don't know if that's actually a problem. If that's a problem where you're the person that sets up the plans, because mm-hmm. that might just be a a example of being the leader like you might be in that leadership position where that happens um and also we know nowadays it takes a lot to get people out of their damn houses mm-hmm. like i remember i t- probably I don't know if i told you this story but like back in like 2005 to 2007 2008 2008 i think it was i used to go to the movies a lot of people and i would like oh like hey, let's go to people together and go to the movies because mm-hmm. for some reason i thought that was a good idea <laughs> well it was Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of people who wanted to go see it, but nobody can decide on dinner. I want to go to Red Robins. I end up going by myself. <laughs> and, like, I'm going to... It was amazing. It was like NASCAR, going in and out and getting food and, getting, like, going out. Like, <laughs> if you wanted fast food, go by yourself. Screw going over that person. That's going to screw up your, your, your time. But um, went to the movie, and the girl I was saying, wasn't just 15 minutes late, because there's 15 minutes worth of, tra- of credits and mm-hmm. trailers. She was 20 minutes late into the movie. Wow. And she wanted to come get her. I'm like, nope. 
<laughs> and then all oh, the friends, like half a set, one section, half the set of the section. I'm like, this is a nightmare. It's not worth the anxiety to make plans. Yeah, that's why you got to make the plan to all meet at the same spot and go at the same time. And... Mm-hmm. But no one could agree on that. That's the problem. And like, I had so many of those situations. Where I'm like, you know, what? I'm done planning shit. Too many, too many choices. If you can't agree on something, that's. I don't understand that. Like, I'm. I can always find something to eat somewhere, so mm-hmm. I don't really care most of the time. Yeah. Well, unless I really have a craving for something, which is very, very infrequently. Yeah. Well, that's like for me example. Like I, I was telling my friend the other day, his daughter was like, "Oh, what do you want to go?" I'm like, "We're not playing this game." So what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to tell you where I want to go. You're not going to go there. So you just pick where we're going to go, and we'll be done with it. <laughs> we'll just skip the middleman and begin disappointed. Well, the hack to that I saw was uh, you just ask your girlfriend or whoever. You say, "Guess where we're going to go to eat?" And they, they guess, and they give you the fucking answer, and you say, you're right. But, like, it's just, it's funny, because, like, I look at my life, and, like, so many times, I just adapt to shit. It's like, if I go, you pick, I literally mean, you pick. If you go someplace, I'm like, I'll find something here. If I mean, if I mean, if I mean ketchup packets and salt, and so yeah. be it. They always got chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, Joel. There's always chicken tenders. Not always. You think uh, it's always. There's always. It's there's, 90% of the time. I bet you can always, almost always find chicken tenders and french fries on a menu because they know people have those picky ass kids that they cater to. And my parents would just be like, you don't want to eat. <laughs> my, I went to dinner my one, I went from high school and um, we went to Fatheads and I got chicken tenders and, and uh, tater tots. He goes, what's wrong with you? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, your daughter, she's 12. I'm like, so? Make a good choice. <laughs> One of the best things about being an adult is that you can make that decision when you want. Like, there's what's the, the the tweet that somebody put out? There's literally no reason why you can't just go buy a birthday cake and eat it on any day of the uh-huh. week. Like, all by yourself, just sit there and eat a cake. Well, my buddy Scott, the guy in the hospital, one of our favorite quotes was, "Why am I eating chocolate cake for dinner? Because I'm a grown ass man. That's <laughs> why." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> There's nothing stopping me from eating a whole bag of cough drops for dinner. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not a good idea, but nothing stopping me. But yeah. but yeah, I was just thinking about like people and like you go through you go through different phases of life and whatnot. And like I've gone through multiple hard drives looking for stuff and finding different pictures from different time periods. I'm like, it's like I lived all these different lives. Mm-hmm. And it's still uh according to Gary Vee, you're only halfway there. Mm-hmm. Craziness, craziness. Yeah, I always... I, I think that there's... One of the reasons why people are so driven sometimes to have kids is so that they have somebody or to, to call them later in life and things mm-hmm. like that. And I think it's kind of a bad reason. Somebody put together that chart and they said by the time like you're 18, you've spent like 80% of the time you're going to spend with your parents with them. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like you, Joel, and you get called over every time to change a light bulb or something. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> It was fine. Joel, was... somebody's at the door. Come get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was making. I made a joke to myself that I was helping my friend's daughter. I'm like, when I get old, she'll remember that I helped her dad. Maybe she'll help me. <laughs> I'm just banking all this, all this karma for later. Mm-hmm. That's why I need to adopt a kid so I have somebody to no, take need, care of me. You need, you need a ward. <laughs> yeah, that's true. First, I need the butler. Like we were saying, I need an Alfred and I need a Jarvis. <laughs> I need an AI and I need a butler. And then, then things can really start kicking off. I think you should get an Israeli butler. Israeli butler? Mm-hmm. Why? Ex Mossad. Well, Alfred's supposed to be ex English Special Forces. Exactly. So. 
I'm a little more scared of the Mossad than I am of special forces. I wonder what an Israeli, what's an Israeli name for Alfred? <laughs> no, I need the internet. <laughs> yep. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. Um, yeah life, life gets strange. Yeah. It's like uh, I'm having the, uh, the blood pressure issue. Now, which is like, oh, on the four, on the wrong side of four. That's yeah. That's that's what people are telling me. You're not you're not twenty anymore. Like it's like yeah, I know that, but still, I don't want to be on medicine. Neither do I, and they just upped my dosage. So. <laughs> I'm trying. I got to lose some weight so I can get off of mine. Like I said that last year too. <laughs> yeah, but you get scared of the winter. You're like, I'm just eating chocolate cake for dinner. <laughs> well, actually, I blamed my thyroid for why did this weight last summer. <laughs> Because after I went in December, he's like, oh, we got to up your, up your dose or your thyroid stuff's low. I'm like, huh, that's why it's so hard to lose weight. <laughs> Pounds has melted off in 21. <laughs> well, you get a lot of rage. Rage peddling. <laughs> it's always rage peddling. What are you talking about? <laughs> I take that back. If it's a night ride, it's not rage peddling. It's just enjoying the, the darkness. <laughs> There's a uh, Spotify playlist that came up for me. It was, uh, it's the 80s and driving at night playlist. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> very, very neon-esque sounding. Nice. Yeah. I took all my Spotify lists from 2015 to 2022 that had been made at the end of the year and made them into one playlist. Mm-hmm. So now I'm guaranteed to not be like, what the crap hell is this crap? Yeah, right. I'm like, well, apparently I liked it at some point in the last yeah. six years. <laughs> <laughs> the hell was that guy thinking? <laughs> but it's funny because like Spotify. It's all Taylor Swift. No. No Taylor Swift. The, um, Joel Swifty Cox. In, de- in December, Spotify did a, uh, a vault where you get to pick some songs and put them in. You get an old guy will release it a year later. Mm. And I don't even think, like, even, like code, music... It all changes. Mm-hmm. Like we were the one book uh, section of Stoicism talked about. You can step in the same river twice, but it's not the same because the river's always moving. Yeah. And like like we talked before, you write some code, you come back a couple years. What the hell are you thinking? This is the wrong. You should have done it this way. <laughs> yeah. And like I'm I'm just going through. I like I literally spent a week going through the old playlist like down the road. I'm like, oh, I remember 2021. I remember 2020. I remember 2019. Uh, 2018, I don't remember this. <laughs> oh, yeah, this came out in that year. That's why I listen to that all the time. It, it's To me, that's weird because I feel like the world has been kind of on hold for, like, it feels like it's been like 20 years before something really drastic has changed everything. Yeah, and even though there was big things like COVID and stuff like that, but... I don't know. Just I, I feel like like every year a new phone comes out, but it's the same phone. Mm-hmm. It just got slightly different specs, and it's like nobody's nothing's really changed since. And I think the biggest thing that's happening now is like the AI stuff that's coming out is the kind of the exciting thing that's saying mm-hmm. like everything's going to change because you're going to see think big platforms like Google and stuff get knocked off, which is kind of exciting because otherwise we would just keep going down the same road. But mm-hmm. someone was saying that with this whole TikTok thing with them trying to get rid of it. The problem is companies come and go, but when the when the when the Silicon Valley tech companies came, they don't want to die. Mm-hmm. So now they're just trying to use legislation to kill stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was on um, Joe Rogan with uh, what's his name, the guy from uh, No Agenda. 
uh, Adam Curry. Yeah, that was on there because I saw I saw a clip of that and I said, huh, that makes a lot of sense. I also like the way people are freaking out about the the Chinese weather balloon, but then they have TikTok on their phone so, all day. I was thinking about that because I I knew nothing about it until yesterday. <laughs> I love my my English of the news, but I heard about the balloon on Friday, I think, and then yesterday. Scott's uh, brother-in-law came and he got a notification that they shot it down. Mm -hmm. Finally. Why don't you just get a giant net and just catch it? Like, how hard Mm -hmm. is it to throw a net on the the bastard and bring it down? Yeah. I wonder why they even... I I think they probably knew it was there before they announced it and they were probably just tracking it and like... Probably gave it some false information. Like somebody said, one of the points of that, of that balloon was so that China could test our air response time. Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't go blow it up as soon as we could. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been funny if somebody just fucking went up to it with a hot air balloon and stole it. So, <laughs> Billy. Somebody, <laughs> somebody on my Facebook said, is it really from China? Do you think the U.S., with all the weapons we have, would just let that go? Come on. That's why it floated down from Canada. Mm-hmm. It, like, it was just so slow moving. It was just like... Just nobody's paying attention to how oh, slow they, it's they going. They knew it was there. They knew exactly what the fuck it was. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> What's that fucking thing, that meme that they keep showing? Russia's trying real hard to find out why we don't have free health care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I've been following, well, watching this guy on on YouTube called the Fat Electrician. He does he does a lot of uh, videos about the military, mm-hmm. and he calls it the unhealth care. <laughs> He's got another T-shirt. It's like Yetus Deletus, and it's a giant bomb being let out of a plane. <laughs> There's always that one th- thing where somebody says, "You want to know why we don't have free health care? Here's why." And it's that plane that, that launches those missiles. It's called the Angel of Death. Uh-huh. It's the way the missiles spiral. It looks uh-huh. like these big wings of death. It's like yeah. <laughs> We learned some stuff in some world wars about building weapons. It's only a workaround the first time. No, it's not a workaround the first time. <laughs> uh, funny stuff. I always think about the Jocko podcast where he was reading the guys. It was like after after D Day. It was like past that they were moving further inland, and there was this road they were supposed to cross, and they met enemy fire as they were crossing that road, and like so they called an air support, and it was just like at first it was just like a couple planes that flew by mm-hmm. and did stuff, and then he said the guy in the book he like goes to another chapter paragraph thing, and it goes uh and then the heavies. And it's like, the heavies were these aircraft that came through that, like, you couldn't fucking hear anything. Mm -hmm. They were so loud, and they dropped so much ordnance that the smoke was blocking off the road. So the ordnance started getting dropped closer and closer to the fucking, Mm -hmm. the U.S. soldiers or the Allied soldiers, and they had to call it off. It's like, the heavies. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, he said the heavies, and he said the the head the they were coming on so hard and so fast that the hand of God could not stop what was coming right then. <laughs> it was just like an incredible display of power. Mm-hmm. I always like when they show the aircraft carriers too, or the uh, the big battleships when they show them firing their main guns in the mm-hmm. water, and you see like the shockwave uh-huh. go out in the water, and the how the boat has to like right itself. It's like <laughs> that's one person that want to piss. Mm-hmm. Well, they talked. He, the guy talked about. Apparently, at some point, we decided, "Hey, you know what we need? We need a nuke that we could shoot like a, out of a rocket launcher." <laughs> then they attached it to a jeep and gave it the three grunts. Instead, <laughs> using your discretion. Yeah, that's the funny thing about the the military. With their one guy, the meme, he was like, "I'm entrusted to ride around on this like two million dollar tank and, and responsible for all this ordinance or whatever." But I'm not allowed to go out on the weekends and drink with my friends when I want to. <laughs> 
Well, they're talking about the one, the machine gunners. Is like the gun's twenty pounds. You know, twenty pounds of ammo. They're they climb uphill. Don't shoot the wrong guy because that guy's gonna hit. The, the more he shoots, the less he's got to carry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I'm pulling the trigger anyway. Might as well get a couple of pounds lighter. <laughs> the one uh, Jocko's buddy Leif, who was in his uh, thing when he first started going out on missions in uh, uh, Afghanistan or Iraq, one of the two, he he, lo- he loaded himself up with like fifty some grenades or something, <laughs> some ridiculous amount of grenades, and then they were running around. He's like, "Holy shit, I gotta run with all this stuff!" <laughs> like a fucking impossible amount of grenades. But then he said they got into a firefight and he used all of those <laughs> grenades. <laughs> Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> Just go back to the base and restock. Mm-hmm. Uh, good times. Good times for them, not me. I'm not yeah. doing that shit. Nope. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> when Danny Glover was younger than we are when he said that. <laughs> I know, that's so, too better. so fucked up. <laughs> I remember Danny Glover seemed like the oldest man in the world when I was mm. a kid when he did that. Uh-huh. I'll be mm. 45 this year. Mm. 45. We're going to have some Colt 45. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Malt liquor time. Nope. No mm. Edward 40 hands here. No what? No Edward 40 hands here. <laughs> Watched uh, everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. The fucking hot dog hand world uh-huh. freaked me out. So I gross. didn't like it either. <laughs> so gross. I did not like that either. <laughs> Good movie, but otherwise... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hot dog ain't finger world was no good no not at all but uh, yeah February Phil saw a shadow mm-hmm. don't like Phil yeah. really don't like Phil I actually my friend uh, we want my friend go to dinner with on Wednesdays his daughter likes insomnia cookies and we went to Barrel Junction Allison Park so we drove all the way down down to Southside and back and he fed his son an ungodly amount of french fries. He's like, he's going to throw up or poop or something. I don't know. <laughs> so we all went together, and our one friend, and she rode with us. Well, he's, I got to get him home because I got to change his diaper. Well, as he put it, his cousin was swimming in piss in his car seat. Uh-huh. He changed the diaper, and we started watching um, Ants. And I'm like, I'll leave soon. Next thing I know, he's almost one hot fuzz on. I'm like, okay, I guess we're watching hot fuzz tonight. <laughs> so me and my, my friend from high school were driving back. She goes, it is so cold. I hate this. I'm like, no hurricanes, no earthquakes, no spiders that are going to kill me, no snakes, no alligators, no crocodiles. She goes, you're making this sound good. I'm like, this is what I tell myself every time I hate the cold. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go down the list of pluses. Why do I hate, why do I live with the way the wind hurts my face? Because <laughs> everything else ain't hurting you. And I got a, fuck you. This isn't that bad after all. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it pays to look at the good side of things. Mm -hmm. I was trying to tell my other buddy about um, the movie Playing God, about perspective. Hmm. It was David Duchovny and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I never saw it. Back in 97. Basically, David Duchovny was a doctor, and he was doing, I forget what drug he was doing, but he ended up killing a patient, and they took his license. So now he just, like, does nothing, and he ends up... Saving the life of a gangster's like henchman. Mm. So now he, now I think he, I remember it. So now he's the, the their like emergency doctor, and he's a quote about like it's all about perspective. One guy's losing a finger, and he's upset. The other guy's happy because he could have lost his whole arm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So what else is going on in February? Let's see. Uh, I am. I don't. I'm not having an audio book going on right now. I finished the Laws of Seduction by mm-hmm. Robert Greene. His books really are like a guide to being a super villain or whatever section of whatever you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned a lot about Genshi. I learned a lot about some other people and Napoleon. <laughs> but um, now I'm on the 33-something of, of war. Oh, and yeah. that's also interesting. Well, it, it, it feels a lot better than The Laws of Seduction. Because like, he went through like the different types of seducers. But then he goes through a guide of how the seduction works and the different types of seductions. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it sounded like, oh, here's your seven things, and now here's another 24 hours of book that you need to listen to that's useless. But no. <laughs> Probably not. But <clears throat> a, lot of, a lot of warning signs of how people interact with each other, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, I, I got to get through some more of this stuff. I think maybe, I don't know if I audiobooks are the right way for them. I know 50th Law was a lot easier to go through than when I tried 48 Laws of yeah. Power. But uh, I'm doing a, I just finished up The Tools, which is a book about these little psychological kind of hacks to work on for yourself that is kind of interesting, but it also has like kind of a woo-woo spiritual thing uh, to it. It lost me a woo-woo. Well, it's kind of like, okay, if, you have, if you're afraid of something, how do you engage your shadow to get over that fear? And like things like that that are actually like, there's a, there's a real benefit to knowing the tool and using the tool, but when they start explaining how why the tool works, it's like, okay, like this is another book that should have been a blog post. Um, I, I remember one of the first audiobooks I bought. No, it, was a, it was a Kindle book. I'm like, ooh, learn how to do this and that. And then I got all like weird and like woo-woo. I'm like, nope, we're out of this one. Punch it out. I was wondering why this book came with a robe. <laughs> I joined a cult. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm finishing up um, The Compound Effect, which is good. Okay, I'm glad you said effect instead of the compound. Yeah. <laughs> finishing building the compound. <laughs> Where do you think that pipe goes to, Joe? <laughs> That's why I gotta lose weight. <laughs> Get through the pipe. Um, uh, what else is what else is I re- am I reading? Uh, oh, I'm finishing up uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, the revised edition. I read that probably 20 years ago, but I that did. was before I got in my full self development thing. It's yeah, I did that book about eight years ago. It's good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a good reminder to do do more with honey than uh, what's the what's the quote? You get more flies of honey than do with vinegar. Yeah. So, I um, I have another Napoleon Hill book. I think they're just they're just milking the fact that oh, we found this other on whatever. It's a, it's this lost Tupac track. <laughs> <laughs> is this guy really dead, or has he been writing music and getting worse at it? Shh. <laughs> yeah, I um, the Robert Greene book. I'm trying to get through that. I want to get through another Napoleon Hill book. The old guy I do work for, there's a, I forgot the name of this, like something Presto is the name. But basically it's a story about this amazing thing. It's a, it's fiction. But it's this amazing, amazing musician. And it's all these people telling stories of how great this guy was. Hmm. But it, turn, it turns out it's like, I guess music is a, like a, is like an angel or a spirit or something. And like when the kid was born, he's like, yep, he chose it. He chose this as a skill. Hmm. And then talks about all the crazy shit he did. Because I need to do more, like, fiction now, because, like, all I've been doing is, like, all the self-help shit. Yeah, you got to feed your imagination a little bit more. 
that helps keep the uh, the uh, existential crises at bay. I think I like the Tim Ferriss effect where uh, uh, method where he talks about how he doesn't read any self help books after a certain time of day because mm-hmm. he goes to, to fiction so he can have uh, better dreams and things like that. Mm-hmm. I just go with the Gandalf "You shall not pass" method. <laughs> I don't know how that works for you. <laughs> you don't know how that works. I know how it works in the movie, but I don't know what that has to do with reading fiction and non No, the whole keeping the demons at bay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not your time. We're not on the bike trip. It's not your time. <laughs> I saw another meme on Instagram. I don't know what it is about Instagram. It's been like showing me people and I'll just follow. I'm like, eh, I don't know. And then, like, a day later, like, hey, look at this person. They did something else. You might like this one. <laughs> like, eh, kind of. And I look, I'm like, nope, I hate this person. <laughs> but they're talking about self-improvement. And it's like, you want this, but you got to work with this. And it's a shadow self. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the hell did you come from? So apparently, that remember that Vin Diesel quote I was trying to remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, you sent me the video clip for it. And I asked Chat GPT where it's from. It's claim they claim it's from Fast and the Furious Six, so I'm going to sit down and watch the Fast and Furious Six to find <laughs> that quote. Yeah, set up a viewing party. We'll uh, we'll watch it together instead of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing we need to probably do start before the end of the year is get through all eight, all nine Fast and the Furious movies. Oh uh, yeah, their new one's coming out, huh? Mm-hmm. The the trailer is coming out in the suit uh, for Super Bowl like it always does. We should create a a, a scale on like. Where the unbelievable stuff starts to happen, and how far it goes, like where does it peak? We got to find where it peaks. It started in three, because one and two were grounded in reality. Yeah. Well, they were. I mean, they were grounded in reality, but there was still ridiculous stuff in there. Yeah. But I'm. But I'm saying, I think fours when they when they started towing the safe with suit with supercars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely when they went to a fucking to a different level. That's for sure. There's that, and then there's, um, yeah, and then like when it was in the most recent one. When they're in space? No, even before that, when he's like, the bridge is out, and he drives over the cable, and he fucking swings the car like Tarzan across the cliffs. It's like, <laughs> and I'll, I'll keep watching them, because they're still entertaining. Exactly. And like, and like Hobbs and Shaw came out, and like, that was great. Yeah, it's too bad when, they're not making a sequel, so that's When The off. Rock is, is, is basically going, oh, Captain America, watch this. I'm going to pull a truck and a, and a helicopter together. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that movie, that's why that movie worked is because it was Jason Statham bringing the Rock down a notch. Like, uh-huh. oh, you think you're popular just because you're big? <laughs> Michael Ox <laughs> Small, Michael Ox Small. <laughs> By the way, I saw a trailer for a Guy Ritchie movie. It does not feel like a Guy Ritchie movie. Which one is it? I can't remember now. It, it was. It was so bad, I didn't want to... I was going to send it to you when I saw this guy, Richie, and I watched the trailer. I'm like, no, this is stupid. Hmm. That's weird, because I, um, I thought Bullet Train felt like a Guy Ritchie movie mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. That was a good movie. That was an amazing movie. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch out for the diesel. <laughs> it's funny, because like, I've never really watched a lot of Thomas the Tank and uh, Thomas the Train. I think I have to. But like, <laughs> Diesel was always good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember I went through Niagara Falls in 2004 with my buddy, and it was like, no, it was 2007. That's what it was. 
And um, they're talking about this this boat ride, and it was diesel powered. Like we gotta go on that boat. That's gonna be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I am um, trying to make. I on the way back from Chicago, I stopped in Ohio. I love the Turnpike in Indiana, Ohio, and Indianapolis. They're flat. They're like every thirty forty miles is a rest stop. Yeah, it's weird when you drive across the country and you drive different directions and you're like, why are, like, only, the rest stops really seem to only be in, like, the north, like, our area of the country, like, mm. northeast mostly, because then it's like, you don't really see them. You, you only see them when you, right before you cross a state line or right before you, or right after you cross a state line. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, those are the same times where you see cops, mm-hmm. state troopers hang around rest stops. Gotta get your ticket right as you're speeding across the state before their uh, before the state and the speed limit signs change. Gotta catch me first. Yeah. <laughs> Eastbound down, loaded up in trucking. But I stopped in Ohio and grabbed a bunch of uh, tour stuff to try and map out our 50 mile loop. A hundred mile loop. No, 50 out, 50 back. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to drive a, a 90 minutes to go drop the car off and then go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> No thanks. There's the uh, challenge coming through work where they they bike up to Erie and stay overnight and then drive back down. I might do that. How far is that? Uh, I don't remember, but it's uh they they, they do it over like the course of a whole day or something. So is it's it not ca- that big. is it camping or is it like a hotel? You have your option. You can do whatever you want, kind of. Kind of curious. But um, they, you have to raise like three hundred dollars for for MS to participate. Oh. Unless you're just going to be a jerk and just be like, I'm riding with you guys. You don't own this road. <laughs> don't want to pay $300. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Because the reason why i got to talk to people, I don't talk to people. <laughs> yeah. I do suppose I could cash in some favors and get that money pretty quick. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know if I'm doing that one. I still have to decide if I'm doing the marathon or not. Probably do the half, but... Who knows? Well, I bite the Mordor um, in 2021. 2022 was a flop. I only did 1,200 miles. But um, this year, I think the goal is 2,160 miles for the year. Mm-hmm. So I think that should get me to Vegas or the Grand Canyon. Nice. Utah. I can't remember which. Nice. It's definitely a round trip to Florida. Yeah, my a buddy of mine's niece... She spent a year just cycling across the country and back. She would stay at, um, she'd camp actually in uh, the front yards of fire stations. Mm. Firefighters would let her camp there because it was like a safe space. Mm-hmm. So, pretty cool. I ain't camping. I ain't, I ain't camping in front of fire stations. I ain't camping, period. <laughs> I need four solid walls. <laughs> four solid walls. Nah, just go camping. Just Nope. Bears can go right through that shit. Hmm. Just don't go camping where there's bears. They're everywhere. Eh, the big ones, the bigger, scary ones are in different spots. A bear's a bear. They're all scary. I heard a, uh, a story on a, it was a clip from Joe Rogan where the one guy on there was talking about two guys were in Alaska. The one guy was a guide and the other guy was like going for like a tour with him or whatever and they were climbing up this mountain and they were like, Barely making it, like inching their way, climbing up this this incline because of the snow and everything. 
they said they were like halfway up I hear this noise, and they turn and look, and it's this goddamn grizzly bear with an elk in its mouth just barreling ass up this hill, like blew right past them, went up over the thing, like it took the hill like it was nothing. And it's like, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do with that information if I saw that. Oh, going home, turn around. <laughs> look, the bear made a path to go down. <laughs> what was the bear running from? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That'd be even worse. It's probably probably a moose. You ever see the videos of that thing uh-huh. running like as fast as they do in like four four, uh, four or five inch uh, feet of snow? Like I need like, a three, I need one of those three hundred spears. <laughs> you need something better than that. Uh, you ever see the one scene? I, I need a Spartan from Halo. <laughs> I'm talking about the in the, in the one scene three hundred where that giant creature's running. He he, he gauges. It, he throws a spear. He hits in the face and it keeps going and it just drops and it slides right like to his feet. <laughs> <laughs> I want that guy on my team. <laughs> he only got one shot and if he misses it, you're screwed. <laughs> 300 was a fun movie. Yeah. I wonder, I, I, I'm curious to see what those guys look at now after 20 years of... Now, nobody kept up with that work. Oh, I, know nobody, I know nobody did. That was like such a weird movie to go see because you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to go see. Because guys would go see it because it was cool and badass mm-hmm. and fucking full of things. And women go see it because it was like Magic Mike on mm-hmm. fucking <laughs> on steroids. And it's like. <laughs> I, I call it Bloody Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and you're watching this and you're like, this is, is kind of gay. <laughs> and then they do something badass in slow motion. You're like, that's cool. And then it's like you're looking, they slow motion like the guy's abs rip. And you're like, no. <laughs> It's not what I signed on for. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from that movie was Zack Snyder goes, "I know this is not how they or how they did it, but I wanted it to look cool, so that's yeah. what I did." Well, it's based off of Frank Miller's comic book. Yeah, and he he had them all, all without the armor and everything, which is like weird. I saw a thing on Facebook the other day. It's like, hey, guess what? Spartans actually wore armor. Suck it! And I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, they did. That's a good book that you should check out if you haven't read that. It's uh, The Gates of Thermopylae. Okay. That's, uh, it's all about like the Spartans and leading up to there, but it's more historically told. It's, there's, there's, there's liberties taken with it, but there, it's still more... I need to rule cool. <laughs> What's that? I need to rule cool. <laughs> it's a good book. Uh, yeah. This is the warmest day of February so far. Well, it's only the fifth day, so it'll probably be cold again, then hot again, then cold yeah. again, then hot again, all the way through June. Mm-hmm. Suck it, weather. What are you looking forward to in February, like non-self-help-wise? Non-self-help-wise in February. Man, I don't even know. Yeah, same here. Because <laughs> we were talking about um, my buddy, doctors, doctors and nurses and they come on every hour or so like, to check something. And the one dude had to go do an EKG, and he had to be in his, like, probably 20s or 30s. But, like, he was a real geek, and he was talking about all these movies and stuff he wanted to see, and, like, what he did see, and what he liked about indoor and all this stuff. And um, he's like, yeah, not really much to look forward to this year. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, there's there's nothing really going on that I want to see. Like, I, I think the, the new Ant-Man movie's coming out, and it's like, I don't really have any desire to see that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the new Black Panther mm-hmm. Um like I mean, like people people said, the MCU died with Tony Stark. Yep, it's a shame because I mean I still would want to see them, but they're because I, I like watching the cool stuff. But yeah, but it's like 
I don't know. Like my buddy, he's been in the hospital for the past month. He, he, and not just because of, between his eyes and whatnot, he's like, I don't watch television. I don't really watch any YouTube. Like he's got a tablet. He's like, I just listen to music and and play my game. Yeah. It's like I'm just kind of the same way. I'm like, what? Ha- like when did this happen? When did I become old? It's not even becoming old. It's like I do other shit instead. Like, yeah. I'd rather sit and watch YouTube for three or four hours than watch a movie or a TV show anymore. That's because it's all formulaic and kind of trite. Like, I if I'm watching TV, it's usually like a show that I have planned to watch, and it's usually I'm watching it with someone. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's I don't know. It's, it's either something that I'm not that into, or I just if, if there's I don't know, like, I, I get to that point where I feel guilty just sitting there watching TV by myself. I'm like, there's probably something else I should be doing. I've been choking that voice out for years. <laughs> because it's like, any time I have free time, it's like, you should be working on this other project. Mm-hmm. My one co like, what'd you do this weekend? I heard all this list, I'm like, you're so busy. I'm like, no, I was pretty lazy this weekend, actually. <laughs> I finally got over the thing of co- creating a 100-item list. Getting 99 of it done and then being pissed off that one didn't get done. Hmm. Or, like, I put, like, 10 goals on my to-do list and, like, three of them are, like, cure cancer, cure AIDS, and, like, cure the common <laughs> cold. <laughs> Let me just reverse DNA. <laughs> That's this one Spider-Man panel that always gets posted. Where it's, uh, what's this, the villain? Not Vulture, um... The one dinosaur guy. He turned himself into a dinosaur. Spider-Man's like, with your intelligence and what you're able to do with DNA, you could cure cancer. He's like, I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. (laughs) 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 Oh, wow. It's funny stuff. That's the other thing I was thinking about, too, is how the fan stuff is starting to be better than the mainstream stuff. Mainstream stuff got... It's all repetitive, and like somebody well, said, they need to not remake good movies. They need to remake bad movies and fix what made them bad. It's either it's repetitive or they want everybody to enjoy it. Everything can't be for everyone, or it's for no one. Nope. That e for everyone. That's even that's a lie. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, the only good thing that I saw come out recently was the the James Gunn stuff taking over DC's plan. And what he's doing with that. So you've got that recent Batman movie. That's basically an Elseworlds thing. So that's going to be kind of in its own universe. They're going to have a new Batman for the main universe going forward. They're going to bring in the actual Bat family. So you're going to see things like Robin and Nightwing and all them in there. Which will be kind of cool. Um, We're not getting another Superman origin. Because we don't need that anymore. But how do you get his powers? You need to get his powers. He has his powers. So what happened to Batman's parents? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> hey Peter, where's Uncle Ben? <laughs> the other thing I too is like with Justin Rowland getting cancelled and stuff. Is it me or everybody who's creative and like awesome doing shit is just really broken? Usually, yeah. That's part of it. There's broken people. I mean everyone I think everyone's broken in some way and there's not a no, lot I of... mean I mean like broken broken. Hmm. Like I just found out today and listened to the podcast that at some point on Harmontown, Justin Rowland brought up how he got molested by his older cousin. Hmm. Just on a comedy podcast, just out of the blue. Yeah. It's like, ah, wrong place to be talking about this. Yeah. You're, you're on the wrong couch, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> well, like I was in the hospital with my buddy this morning, and we were, I was reading, just find something like bullshit about. And they had this article, like, stars who have hidden health issues you didn't know about. 
And like half of them, everyone knew, like, Mari Carey's bipolar. No one saw that happening. Come on. But like a couple of them, like, I didn't know these guys had, had these diseases. I'm like, well, damn, that's kind of fitting the profile. <laughs> yeah. yeah I think there's, I mean, like, yeah, everyone's broken in some way. There's, I guess, I guess, I guess. I mean, it's, what would not being broken look like? I mean, that's basically you get into your messiah the, figures the, the then. The Archer's family. That, that's not real. They rode around on a fucking bus. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, the half of, like, the perfect families are the ones that are, are actually broken, too. Yeah, they're creepy as shit. You know, nobody, we're, we're both fans of Titus. We don't trust well-developed people. Yep. They, they, we, don't, we can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> but it got me thinking, like, anybody, like, they talk about neuro, neurodivergence and stuff, and, like, these artists and stuff, like, they're all, they're all different. Like, they've got something. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, oh, I had, I had everything and everything's great. Like, every, like, all these habit books I read, something bad happened and they overcame it. Mm-hmm. Like, we need bad to have good. Of course. You, and you all, you need, you need opposition Oops. to strive against? Shit. Stupid phone. Oh. Joel went into cartoon time. Nope. <laughs> no, you need, you need opposition to strive against it. I mean, otherwise you don't have a story. Like, if everything's just going good all the time, then there's no story. If something bad has to happen, you got to overcome it, and that's that's the story. Mm-hmm. One of the things I, I was doing last week, because I was bored, there's a show on Netflix called Too Hot to Handle, and basically it's a shitty reality TV show where they take these young young people, and, like, they trick them. They think they're on the, this, like, oh, you get to fuck everybody in the, on, the, on the island kind of thing. And actually it's like, you guys are all broken with relationships, so we're going to teach you how to have a relationship. There's $200,000 in the line. If you guys break the rules and have sex with people, you're going to lose money. <laughs> so it's like, they have, it's, like it's, it's supposed to be like, oh, well, did they this, did they I'm like, call it it, call it it, not going to happen. Here's a twist. There's no proof, so that's going to happen. Like, I feel like I'm playing like a game of Clue. Or you've read too many uh, Robert Greene books. <laughs> No, not yet. I'm only three. I'm only three out of seven. <laughs> That's a lot. Once I get all seven, baby. <laughs> so then it's the Infinity Gauntlet of Robert Greene. <laughs> exactly. I only need the laws of despair. <laughs> Why is Joel running for president? How Joel become president? <laughs> Why is Joel winning? <laughs> Somebody else said uh, there's a book because they're going over the whole. No, it's. Is it DeSantos going against Trump for election? I don't know. I don't, haven't been paying attention because it's it's too much too soon right now. Well, I got the cliff notes from one of the podcasts I listened to, but there's a book of like the 14 laws of like of, of going after people, and it's like basically it's 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 basically the handbook of how Trump and everyone do, does their stuff to go after people and screw them over, Mike. Maybe I should get that book, too. <laughs> yeah. because At like, least to know what people are going to be exactly. using against you. Because it's funny, like, the reason I'm all into these Robert Greene books now, it's like, I kind of want to see if it's like, a, almost like a like an antivirus of, of like, getting screwed. Mm-hmm. Of course. It's like, I know this music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reversal. I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I think my favorite parts of the Robert Greene books is a reversal. There is no reversal. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what is it from Uno? <laughs> a reversal card. Uh-huh. 
there was there was somebody who was doing a there's a Twitter thread where somebody was saying about some rule in Twitter or in Uno and then the actual Uno account weighed in and somebody somebody follows was, shut up and just make the covers. <laughs> 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 we got it from here. <laughs> These are house rules, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's other thing too. Like I, uh, right before New Year's Day, I went to see a customer, and their kids are playing Sailor's Catan. I think they want to play. I'm like, sure, I'll give it a try. And like every game has house rules. Mm-hmm. Like that's fascinating. That's how you keep people from dying. <laughs> I remember the first time I played Risk and realized that I could actually physically bribe the people in the room with me. <laughs> you want this candy bar? Let's go take these guys out. It's you and me against them. It's like, it's not in the game rules that you could do that. Well, why can't you? Why can't mm-hmm. you physically bribe the people? Got it outside the box. Mm-hmm. Then they just build a bigger box around you. No box can hold me. <laughs> yeah. That's when you start developing bipolar disorder and multiple personality disorder. And funny you say that because I was thinking about bipolar and all that stuff, and like, I don't know what I was thinking. When I was getting ready for work the one day, and I was like, "What if someone was bipolar?" And then whatever, and like each person had a different color shirt they liked to wear. So like the only way, she, like every morning they woke up, they were a different personality, and depending on who got out of the shower is what shirt they put on. So you know what you're dealing with that day. <laughs> Like, how messed up would that be? Yeah. Ah, shit, he's wearing the black shirt. We're fine. <laughs> <clears throat> mental, issue, mental disorders are not, are not funny. If you have help, need help, seek help. There I, you go. I think that covered our ass. There's our PSA. <laughs> <clears throat> For a complete list of health, helpful uh, resources, consult the internet. <laughs> and 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 five, or the on six now. Yeah. We'll just edit that part back out. And <laughs> <laughs> just edit it back with the part earlier where we were talking about the monster trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Kids get in free. <laughs> we got anything else? No, I think that's it for now. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we hit fifty-eight minutes. Not bad. Probably next week. Should we push it to sixty minutes? I don't know. Well, Dave, you like 60 minutes, half hour? What, what do you prefer? No, I mean, like, right now, should we push this podcast to 60 minutes? Well, we might as well. Yeah, where are we at now? 5827. All right, we got to find something else to talk about. Um, it's about this doghead fish craft brew ales. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that your favorite? No. No, they just had, they were a staple IPA when they came out that you could find, and it was always like, you knew it was good. And usually, if a bar had that, they had other craft beer. Ah, so is your. It was it was kind of like your bat signal of hey we got the beer you like right, but then we uh, they they did a TV show where the brewer was going around when reviving like ancient beer recipes and they did some South American beer an Egyptian beer or something where they started the fermentation process by chewing up the the grains and then spitting them into a, a nope. thing and I was like I'm not I can't try any more of your new beers because I don't know which one you pulled that out of mm-hmm. so not doing that so. Sorry, dogfish head, but that's what you did what to yourself. What about Ryan Rheingeist? Yeah, they're good. They're out of Cincinnati. I like them a lot. They're, since I like Cincinnati. They, they have a, a little college town right above the, like the river where the, the Rheingeist Brewing is. The river, I think, is actually the, 
No, the river's not the Rheingeist because Rheingeist stands for Ghost River or River Ghost. But um, yeah, there's a little college town up there that has like the best goddamn tacos. Nice. I'm starting to like Columbus more and more now because I believe they have a Famous Dave's and they have a Micro Center. Ohio is opening up a lot because they got uh, they changed like their beer laws and so all their cities started setting up like their craft beer breweries and so it's like oh, it's becoming becoming a more hip place and mm-hmm. it's like they they're they're basically I think I think before it was like Michigan had the most craft beer breweries mm-hmm. and I, I think Ohio is coming up now. Like last year this time, my friend's daughters, there was this whole meme about hitting Ohio and how much it sucks. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell you this, but I fucking love Ohio. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a couple of R, uh, RC plate events I go out there. They got Micro Center. They got Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. Like, they got Famous Days. They got White Castle. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah, we um, my my father-in-law lives like five minutes from the Ohio border, so we are always in Ohio when we go visit them. We'll go to like get cheap gas. Yeah. Well, they definitely get their gas in Ohio, but we go over there. We go to um, like eat and stuff in in Ohio. All the places out there. How close are the Boardmans? Boardman? Uh, I don't know. I don't okay, because that's where the Raising Canes is. Hmm. Yeah, we've been we've been to there a couple times. We've been to that Raising Canes. Well, I was coming back from Chicago. I made sure I, I I did what I called my trifecta. I went to Famous Dave's in Toledo. I then went to Tim Hortons right next door to get enough Tim bits to last me for the week. <laughs> then I went to Raising Canes, and I went to Sam's Club in Boardman's. I got three dollars and twenty nine cents gap before I came back over the border. Nice, nice. Next time you do that, you gotta. Uh buy like a bunch of wine or something from Sam's Club. I did what I need to do is find a Kirkland's, I don't know, like Costco in Ohio because John C. DeWork talks about this amazing wine from from Costco that's like seven or fourteen dollars a bottle and it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with um like we're screwed here because our Trader Joe's doesn't have it, but Trader Joe's has their own wine brand. It's mm-hmm. called uh like two buck chuck or something. It's only two dollars. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be like drinkable it's not like it's not like i'm going to a fancy party but yeah. if you're just hanging out and you want to bring wine or have some wine like yeah so that'll i guess we're past our 60 minute mark yes we are whoop whoop oh, we're gonna be back in a week or two weeks so we did delay this one uh man i don't know let's see what the weather's like friday if it's okay good nice friday we'll pop up in with an update probably won't be 60 minutes but we'll make something happen yep well that's it ladies and gentlemen we'll talk to you uh, either in a week or two later yep. later That wraps up another episode of The Mesh in the Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit themenshinthemachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412-294-8557. Okay, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Pay for the whole seat, only need the edge. <laughs> Just eight bucks. Your <laughs> kids get in free. <laughs>